Welcome to the Autism and Neurodiversity Podcast. We're here to bring you helpful information from leading experts and give you effective tools and support. I'm Jason Grigla, a licensed counselor and founder of Techie for Life, a specialized mentoring program for neurodiverse young adults. And I'm Debbie Grigla, a certified life coach. And maybe most importantly, we're also parents to our own atypical young adults. Friends, hello, welcome. We've just had our Techie for Life end of the year Christmas time dinner with our staff. And I just have to say, we have some amazing young people working on our team that truly love and care about our students. Jason had parents write up some some things, some appreciations um, to be able to share with our, our mentors. And it was just hearing the comments and the growth that parents have seen, it just brought tears to my eyes. And some of our students are, it, it takes some patience and love and and it's challenging to connect with people that don't always make it easy. And our mentors really go above and beyond. And I'm just, just so appreciate all of all of the people, all of the mentors that we've had working for us. And this group right now is just amazing. And I love seeing their growth and development as they mentor our students in their growth and development. And I just so appreciate our business partners that invest have invested in time and money and into this this little startup crazy idea to try to make a difference and help neurodivergent young adults. It's just a neat thing to be a part of and reflect on. And then we've got our daughter. Our daughters are in dance and they have their big holiday shows next week. And I just look forward to them all year long. It's my favorite thing. And it's kind of crazy because the girls also have at least like my 14 year olds, a in her ninth grade year. And so she's got all her finals and all the like homework coming due. And then she's got these big long rehearsals for the show. And I, I think she's at her max and, but she's just amazing going through it and working through it and figuring it out and making it work. And the growth and development that, that happens with that is impressive to see too. And it just kind of comes with, with the gig, but it's a good time of year. So for this episode, I want to talk to you about navigating the holidays or any big events like birthdays, weddings, big parties, family reunions, school functions, you know, whatever it might be. But I want to be able to help you navigate that with your neurodiverse child, teen or young adult. And, you know, the holidays and big events, they should be fun, right? What's not to love? Family, friends, food, festivities, breaks from the routine, changing things up, maybe some travel, lots of stimulation, expectations. Oh, wait, no wonder some of our kids, especially our neurodivergent ones, often really struggle and they get overwhelmed and maybe even have meltdowns. My gift to you today is to offer you some things that can help you experience the holidays or big events differently and hopefully have a more positive experience with your neurodivergent kiddo. So one of the things going into the holidays or big events is that we want to recognize that we have our own stress 
around these big events and our own expectations and all that comes with that. And your son or daughter is also going to have their own stresses around these things. And they're going to be picking up on your stress. So if you're stressed, they've got their own stress and their own experience and, and what that is for them. And then they're also aware that mom's stressed, like their normal support or dad, right? Or grandparent, whoever it is, like they're a little more stressed. There's a little bit more going on. And so when we anticipate and kind of become aware that, that they, they might have struggles going into this, you can go into it informed by the past, right? It, it shouldn't be a surprise if you see a repeat pattern or, or repeat behavior, right? So it's important to like kind of be aware of past experiences. But then I encourage you to still open up to the fact that they grow and they change. And you don't know for sure how it's going to be. It doesn't mean if it was hard in the past that it's for sure going to be hard going forward with this new event, right? So I always try to leave room in my mind for the fact that there is change and growth and development that has occurred. And so, you know, from the previous big event or holiday to this next year one, like it's, it, we kind of have an idea of what it could be, but it, it might be something different and that's okay. And that's a good thing to kind of hold space and room for in your mind that it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be exactly the same. Now, stress and going into big events or the holidays, stress is often less of a problem for our kiddos if we have a quality connection with them. That when we have a, a connection, a quality relationship with them, it contributes to feelings of safety and well-being for child, teen, or young adults, it looks like for them, it feels like I'm okay, even though I'm struggling, right? I have someone who is loving me and supporting me through my stresses. And so having good connection helps them be able to, their, their stress level to be able to calm down, right? Our lower limbic system, fight, flight, freeze response calms down when we have quality connections with people that we care about and trust. And so when, when we focus on that connection we have with our kiddo, that's going to help them be calmer through whatever's going on. Any stresses really, but holidays and big events tend to amplify it. So the cool thing is, is that there are opportunities to connect through every part of the holidays or big events during the preparations, dur during the work, getting ready for it, um, during the actual festivities, and then after, and the cleanup, or, you know, or during the travel part of it, every aspect of any of the holidays or, or big events that you're a part of, there's opportunities for connection. Sometimes the best connections happen in the before and the after. And that connection can come in the form of awareness of their experience. How do they seem? Taking little moments to check in with them. Periodic sort of connecting touches like, hey, how are you doing? Or, or you know, what's going on? Or, or just your presence, like a smile or just acknowledging them. Those little ch touches and, and checking in moments really help calm their brain. 
and help them feel like, oh, I'm my mom sees me, she hears me, she's aware of me, she's aware of my needs, right? So, and, and when you're doing those touches, you're also able to be a little more aware of like, do they need a break? Like if you're in the middle of the festivities and you do a little check-in, like, do they need a break? How are they doing? Do they need maybe a little alone time or to go outside or, you know, how are they doing or are they doing okay? And sometimes just that simple check will help them um, like emotionally regulate and feel calmer. And then they're able to keep going a lot longer than like they normally would. So connection is about little things you do that communicate in a way that they, that you're saying, I see you, I hear you, I'm aware of you and your needs. I enjoy you. I'm safe. We're safe, right? I have unconditional positive regard for you, whether you've earned it or not, right? There's no condition. On. I just have positive regard for you because I love you. You're mine, right? And I'm your parent. I've got you. And that's what that communicates is I'm your parent and I've got you and I'm a safe place. And then when you focus on that connection before, during, and after, I think you're going to find that they're much more likely to be open and even appreciate any kind of collaboration you do with them for their behalf. Now, when you think about the holidays or big event that's coming up, you want to take a look at what parts do you struggle with? Okay. Is it the expectations? Is it maybe other people's judgment? Is it the whole like to-do list? Are you feeling overwhelmed? And I encourage you to make peace with those sneaky kind of worst case scenarios that are probably spinning in your mind around it. And just kind of like, see if you can grab onto those. What are those? What are, what are the fears? What are the worries? What are the stresses? And kind of make peace with those. Take a look at them. What would we do if that ha actually happened? Which most of the time, 95% of the time they don't, right? But if it does, like, how would we handle it? Take a look at it. And then you can do the same with your kiddo. What parts do they struggle with? And sometimes this can be an opportunity to connect and do some even front loading um, to discuss what's challenging for them. What are they worried about? What are they expecting? Um, and go into a little more detail with them. Now with younger kids, at least from what I found my experience, they don't need as long like they don't need as much time between the front loading and the actual event. In fact, if you do it too soon, they almost get more worked up. I know my one son, if he knew something exciting was happening, like he was just so hard to handle for like until it happened. And it was just on his mind and he was kind of spinning on it and getting worked up about it. And so we actually, it was kinder for everybody to just give him maybe like short notice. Hey, this is coming up or in the next hour or or today we're going to go do and not tell them necessarily a week before or a month before. Um, so younger kids need less time on that, less front loading. Sometimes, you know, right before. But our, the older, like teens and young adults, I think they really do appreciate more time to kind of mentally prepare. And so having conversations around that can help them kind of anticipate what it's going to be. Um, what's kind of expected and what they can do to manage when, if they do feel overwhelmed or stressed or need a break and, and kind of work through that. And then as you're going through that 
I encourage you to be mindful of what's most important to you that's within your control. What's most important to you around that holiday or that big event? And is that in your control? And, and be mindful of what is actually most important and then what's less important that you can let go if it doesn't work out or if there's not enough time or whatever it is. And have that same conversation, like what's most important to your child, teen or young adult going in? And is there a way to collaborate together on getting on making it happen for the things that are most important to us? And if you've got that relationship in place, it makes that collaboration even more effective and likely and, and bonding. So when you go into the holidays or the, or big events, knowing and accepting that there may be some hard parts or some extra stressors, if you know going in, it's going to be a little easier to respond and roll with it. Okay. Nothing has gone wrong if something doesn't go like you expected, right? Or if, the, if there's some stress or problems or something that pops up, nothing's actually gone wrong. Okay. It's not a catastrophe. The holiday or the, the big event won't be ruined unless you decide it's ruined. And did you know that you can actually decide ahead of time that no matter what, it's going to be great. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be exactly what it's supposed to be. We can experience stress and struggle and challenges and have fun. Both can be present and often are. It's kind of part of the whole experience. And stress and struggles and even yes, meltdowns are opportunities to connect with our neurodiverse kiddo, with our neurodivergent loved one, and to be able to support their development and help them build resilience. And you might even notice that they've made some developmental leaps after the holiday or the big event. I, I seem to, I don't know, my kids always seem to make developmental leaps after big stuff. So I hope this helps you have a much more positive experience during the holidays or your next big event. And if you appreciate my gift to you, I would love it if you would pay it forward by sharing this podcast with someone else who could use it or by leaving a, a kind five-star review so that others can find this podcast easier and be helped by it. And I hope you have an amazing day and that you have a really positive experience at your next big event or, or next holiday celebration. Take care. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Autism and Neurodiversity with Jason and Debbie. If you want to learn more about our work, come visit us at jasondebbie.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-E-B-B-I-E.com. E.com.